Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All I've seen is drug deals go down, orgies. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out Podcast. That was Portland Death Grind Quartet Rank and Vile. That's Vile with a V, not an F. 
in case you were wondering. That's their track, Destitution. It's off of their new record, Worship, which just came out on Friday, November 17th via Modern Grievance Records. If you haven't checked it out yet, please go do immediately after you're done listening to this episode of the podcast. Death Grind. Yeah, that pretty much explains it. Uh, Maybe a little political. Definitely very grimy, dirty, nasty. Uh, but in the way that you like it, not that way that you like it, in the other way that you like it, in the way that you can publicly like it, not privately. Whatever you're doing privately, just do it privately. Keep it that way. But publicly, listen to Rank and Vile. Whether you're in Portland, Oregon, or here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, or Belgium, where today's episode takes place, I've got an interview with Joseph Verstreppen of Carnation. They just released a new record called Cursed Mortality on Season of Mist Records. And we're talking about that and so much more. But first, let's go over to New Jersey. Check in with Hotsa. Check it! It's Thanksgiving week here in the United States. What does that mean for you? It used to mean uh, going down to Timonium, Maryland for me. It was either Timonium or Towson. I forget which one. I go to my Aunt Anne and Uncle Paul's house with uh, with someone from my dad's side. It didn't uh it depended who <laughs> who was going that year. It wasn't always the same. It was just somebody from Pennsylvania would take me, my brother, my sister to Maryland and we would go to this house that I only ever remember going to for Thanksgiving every couple of years and it seemed huge at the time. I bet it wasn't though. Like thinking back on it, it really wasn't that big. But basically, all the kids would be segregated into one room upstairs, maybe two rooms, two rooms upstairs, one of which had a Nintendo in it and uh, maybe some books. And that's where we would pick on my cousin Dustin and sometimes my cousin Jeff, if he was there, until one of them would cry and get their parents to come yell at us. That was the game. In another room off to the left, There was two beds or maybe just one big bed, probably one. That makes more sense. And often Encino Man would be on the TV. And I distinctly remember one time my aunt or somebody who resembles an aunt coming in and saying, I heard this movie was a real turkey. And they didn't mean to use it as a pun. That was just part of their vocabulary, their vernacular. It was just the way they said things. And nobody thought it was funny, except for me. I thought it was great. I thought that's the way you talk on Turkey Day, right? Sometimes, maybe, we would watch football. I don't really remember caring much back then about the Detroit Lions. Why we always got to watch the Detroit Lions? Although that was uh, maybe early Barry Sanders era. Definitely not late, but maybe early Barry Sanders era. Anyway, that's what we did. I don't remember going outside. I don't remember the outside of this house. I remember sitting downstairs at a big, long table and uh, eating Thanksgiving dinner, I guess, early, right? Because that's the way it's typically done here in the United States. You eat your Thanksgiving dinner early. 
when I was older, college age, after college age, post college age, I remember Thanksgiving was pretty cool because it was like an excuse to go to the bar for some reason. Maybe that was the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was the night before Thanksgiving. Isn't that the most popular bar night of the year? Definitely the most hectic travel day of the year, they say. But I don't get it. Who's traveling for Thanksgiving? And somebody out there right now is listening to this while traveling. It's the day before Thanksgiving right now. It's 6.11 a.m. on November 22nd. I hope you're having a fine day. I hope you are getting ready, primed up for your Turkey Thursday. Are you going to do any Black Friday shopping? Hey, sports update. There are four football games between now and Friday. Yeah, there's a Black Friday game. I forget who's playing with. Jets and Dolphins. That's who's on it. Who are you going to pick? Dolphins seem like the easy pick. But maybe the Jets can get one here. What do you think? I hope not. doesn't matter. Hey, this week uh, has been pretty good for football for me. What does that mean? That means that the Eagles won. They beat the stupid Kansas City Chiefs with no problems at all. It was an easy game for them. Uh, that was a miracle that uh, anybody thought it was going to be a competition. It clearly wasn't domination on all fronts. Anyway, and then the next night, the Philadelphia 76ers last night lost their second in-season tournament game, the first to the Cleveland Cavaliers. There's no way they're going to make it to the qualifying round or whatever it's fucking called. Uh, for me, I got to complain a little bit about the courts just because I can't really see the brown ball on the red court very well. Anyway, I don't I don't think I'm going to do much uh, NBA talk on here anymore on here on this podcast on this one, because I've got something in the works. I'm going to do an NBA getting it out podcast. What does that mean? You'll see when we get there. Hopefully, maybe if it happens, it's all speculation at this point. How about something that's actually relevant? to this. On this episode, I mentioned I have an interview with Jonathan Verstrippen of Carnation. Have you listened to Carnation before? A very interesting death metal band out of Belgium. Their new record, Cursed Mortality, is out now on Season of Mist Records, and they've dropped several singles. I'm going to say five out of eight through the last year. We talk a little bit about that. This one is going to be kind of quick. It was a lunchtime chat for me, which is my best time to talk to Europeans because it allows me to sit down at noon and them to sit down at 6 p.m. And then we yuck it up for about a half hour to 45 minutes and I head back to work and they head on with their evening. Works out well, actually. I wish I had a solution like this for West Coast people. But I don't. But I do have a single I can play for you. One of the singles from Curse Mortality. It's not the song Curse Mortality, though it could be. This one is called Cycle of Suffering and then My Conversation with Jonathan.
has been around for a while but where did you come from how long you been at it so we're um we are situated in belgium it's called heist of Denberg. it's like a, a small uh village uh in the near of antwerp yeah and uh we started carnation like 10 11 years ago something like that <laughs> 2012 we started rehearsing doing things uh, we didn't have a name back then, and then in 2013 we we started as as the band Carnation. Well, that's been one of the things that's always been interesting to me is that you're called Carnation. The only thing that I know that's called Carnation is like a pretty little flower, right? Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. The name Carnation, um, we took it from uh, it's it's Latin for uh, the color of flesh. Ah, you know, and then the flower. Like every every flower gets like a, a Latin name, and they named the flower carnation because of the flesh color. I think. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. That's interesting. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty cool. Then that's pretty cool. The duality of the of the word uh, yeah. works very well here. So yeah, I, I know you guys have been at it for a while, and I was uh I've always liked what I heard, but this new album, Cursed uh, Mortality, which came out 
just a week ago, like exactly a week ago. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's like a, a different take on what you've already been doing, but there's some new shit going on here. Yeah. And uh, I think it's, it's pretty interesting. So why don't you tell me, and I know it's a generic thing, but what is the big difference between this record and your previous stuff? Um, this record um, is a little more progressive than the albums before um, because, yeah, we really wanted to do um, something else, you know. Um, we had like two albums where we did like full-on death metal. But now we want to go in a different direction just to keep things interesting for us. It's fun for us to yeah, to do stuff that we didn't do before. Um, and we really like to experiment with music. We also have like, uh, yeah, we love like a lot of stuff, not only death metal. We love like uh, progressive rock and, and yeah, all kinds of stuff. So it's cool if we can um, get those influences into our music, and that's uh, that's why it happened. Yeah, nice. I get, I I get it totally. That's uh, that's similar to one of my favorite bands ever. I mean, as evidenced by a whole, they got a whole cube back yeah. here on my record shelf. Is just is Opeth and how they went through their oh, transition. Cool. Like, and and it, yeah. it reminds me not exactly of what you're doing here, but it seems like the beginnings of a, because you mentioned the prog stuff. It seems like the beginnings yeah. of their <laughs> thing. Yeah, we, we got like the, the influence from Opet. There is some influences from them uh, in our music, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff uh, in the album too. Uh, but a lot well, of people the- are saying Opet. Yeah. Yeah. Are they good? Good. Good. I'm glad I, I, I mean, just when you talked about it, I was like, well, yeah, that's exactly like, a, no wonder I like this so much. Um, because the, one of the big <laughs> things that you got in here that I'm sure everybody's pointed out, and I know you guys even went ahead and pointed it out for everybody else is that there's clean vocals in here, which yeah. I'm sure the death metal world, uh, is having a shit fit, but t- how's that going yeah. over so far? Um, well, pretty great. Yeah. In the beginning, like with the first song, um, Cursed Mortality, when that was released, um, we got some reactions uh, from like the real death metal fans. They're like, oh, no, no clean vocals in death metal. Oh, that's blasphemy. But um, after that, um, we we got like a lot more good reactions about it. Like people who really loved that we are going a different direction with mm-hmm. some of the songs. And yeah, we're happy with, with the reactions we got so far. Good. It's, it's, I think it's cool. I think it really adds to the sound of the band. Uh, you don't do it on every song. It's just thrown in there yeah. every now and then. And I feel like, uh, I feel like you guys have been, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like to me, maybe it's because I see it from the press side that you guys have been releasing singles from this record for like a, for like a year. I feel like I've been watching this record come out for <laughs> a year and now it's finally here. And to the point when, when it dropped last Friday, it was like, Oh, it's just now out. Cause I feel like I've heard so many songs and maybe yeah. I like I'm, I'm exaggerating it, but, uh, but, uh, but it's been, it's been kind of cool to watch it. How do you feel about uh, unveiling a record like that in bits and pieces? Yeah, um, it is a long time, uh, but we wanted to try something different because the previous albums, we had like two or three singles, maybe I think two singles before the album came out. Um, but now we took the risk to do like five singles, which we started releasing like yeah, maybe half a year ago, <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. <clears throat> but um, yeah, everything is changing in the mu- music industry, I think. And a lot more people uh, only listen to like Spotify or Tidal or, or stuff like that. 
and there is still a big audience that don't buy records they only listen to singles so that's the reason why we um, already put out five singles before the album just to get like uh, each song yeah we wanted we we thought it got more reach if we released each each song uh, differently like uh, every month or something yeah and yeah i think it worked and we still have an album so for the people that <laughs> collect albums <laughs> there still is an album and and yeah i think we always will bring out albums and you, you see like in in the pop music there's not so many albums anymore there's yeah, just it's like kinda, singles. it's kind of weird i cuz like i actually try to i try to listen to most genres of music um yeah. i don't listen to a whole lot of pop stuff but i'll look through it i look through like new releases every week and if there's like a big pop artist that has a new album like well i'll listen to it because whatever it's probably culturally relevant at some for some reason i have yeah. little i have girls you know like i want to hear what they're listening to but there's just not a lot of records it's just not it's it's singles like you said yeah weird it feels weird i don't know i know that's the i know that's just the way it is now but it just feels weird I, I, I think in the pop music, that's the way it is now. But I think in the, in the metal music, um, the people are still buying records. Like yeah, a lot of people, sure. maybe maybe most people in, 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 in metal, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know us. I mean, I can see from your collection right there and my collection all back here. And through yeah. the room. <laughs> it looks like, like all the CDs you got there. I got them all in the garage. You know, like, so I know I, I think fans of extreme music are more into definitely the physical product. Yeah. Of it. But that, yeah, so that's gotta be something cool for you guys. Or tell me about that. The, the release, the actual release of the record when course curse mortality comes out. Uh, do you have any type of like ritual for the release of a new record? Do you go out to the store by yourself? What do you, what do you like about releasing the new record? What's the most exciting part? The most exciting part is like uh, playing the songs live actually. Hmm. It's cool to have your album released and and to get all the reactions, um, but we don't do like a special thing on the release day or something. Yeah, this year we did like the release show on the release day. Yeah, so that was uh, yeah something special for us. But we don't celebrate it like <laughs> uh, <laughs> too much. We enjoy the moment and yeah. We love to play the songs live. We can play them all live now. So hmm. we were looking forward to that because we played like the, the other songs like so many times. So now we can throw in new stuff and uh, that's always fun to do. Yeah, uh, I, I bet. And uh, like you said, there's eight, eight new tracks on this one. How much of them are making up the new set list? Um, at the moment, six from uh, the eight songs. Wow. Yeah, uh, We played them last week. And we're thinking about a seventh, adding adding a seventh song from the album. I'll just fucking add them all then. Just add. Yeah, <laughs> just maybe. Add, <laughs> just add them all. If you're going that far, I think yeah, uh, it's it's cool. It's it's a really cool record. Uh, so I I, I, I don't you, think man. you could go wrong doing that. Um, a couple of cool. Th- well, one thing that I just noticed, like right before we started talking, I just noticed you guys changed the logo. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal for metal bands. Any has there been any weird uh negativity about that? In the beginning, um a few negative reactions. Um but after a while, a lot of people they're like when when you're looking at it, it's better than a previous one. 
So it's it maybe it takes some time for for some people. Even yeah. for me, it was in the beginning it was like, oh man, I I don't know <laughs> if I love it or hate it, but I think the old logo is better. But then after a few days looking at it, it's like, uh, it's much better, and it fits like uh, a lot better on on the artwork from the album. With the old logo, it's it didn't fit. So uh, with the new one, it was like, yeah, perfect. Well, I think it's cool too that I seen you guys use just the C now. Like you can even like condense yeah. it down nope. to even a smaller thing. It's yeah. a, I think it's a smart move. Uh, good, good way for marketing, I guess. Which yeah, I know we, we're we not supposed to, to care about that, but it needs to matter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's exactly why we wanted to change the logo also to get like a symbol mm-hmm. because a symbol is something yeah, people would like uh, recognize. And, uh, yeah. I think uh, it, it works well. I think so too. And there's plenty of symmetrical logos out there like your last one that people can... people can. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, hang on. To it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one of the very cool things about this record is that guest spot you got on the first track, the title yeah. track. How did you? Well, as, of course, I should say, Andy LaRoque, How did you manage that one? Where did that one come from? Well, um, I'm a really, really big King Diamond fan. Yeah. Uh, and I always wanted to do like, uh, I would love to have like a song where one of my favorite guitar players is on. So I was like, maybe we, ch- we just uh, ask him and maybe he says yes. So uh, we wrote an email to him and like a few days later, he was like, oh, I'm recording a new King Diamond stuff right now in the studio. So if you want, I can record a solo for uh, for your song. We were like, okay, let's do <laughs> this. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty easy. And yeah, I'm, I'm fucking happy with that. Yeah. That's super cool. Uh, and that's a name everybody knows, you know, who's been around and, you know, he's got his unique touch and sound. Yeah. Um, did you have to change or do anything to your, to the, to the actual track or were you able to just plop it right in? Yeah. We, we just sent him like, um, the few, the, the riffs for, uh, mm-hmm. the solo and he sent the solo back and it was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it was easy. Perfect. Perfect. Well, how long has, I know, like you said, you've been releasing uh, the singles for about a year and five yeah. of them are out, songs, eight records. How long have you, when did you start working on the songs that make up Curse Mortality? I think right after the previous album, uh, Where Dead Lies, mostly when when uh, the previous album gets released, 
uh, like now the uh, curse mortality is released um i start writing for the next one immediately mm. so i think it was around uh 2020 i think and then we started uh writing recording pre-productions and it's like uh, it took two years or something because we had uh, like five uh, video clips <laughs> and uh some photo shoots and yeah recording and but we took our time because our uh, bass player, uh, Jarna, he has his own uh, studio here in Belgium. So we have all the time we want. That's cool. So yeah, it's, it makes it better for us. Sure, sure. You know, we don't yeah. have to rush in the studio. Do you guys also uh, work regular ass full-time jobs? Yeah. 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 But uh, we all got to manage, like we have a job where we can take more holidays than we actually have. Mm. So that's a good thing about it because when we need to go on tour, it's like, so sometimes it's like a, a month or something. And then we can take extra holidays from, from our, our work. So that's the cool thing about it because <laughs> yeah, music only that's uh <laughs> then I shouldn't live here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's awesome to hear that you have a job that that allows you to do that, or that you have that yeah. much time off. So, what do you guys uh, you guys put out the record? Like we said last week, Season of Mist Records. You've been with Season of Mist for quite a long time. How's that relationship go? Um, pretty good. So, yeah, this is the third album now uh, with Season of Mist. Um, we know a lot of of the people that work there personally. Mm -hmm. uh, because we met them at festivals or stuff. Um, right. We had some meetings with them and we managed to do something uh, special with this release because we were like, if people um, want to collect CDs and, and, and vinyl, let's make it something special. So we got like um, the Digipack CD mm -hmm. with um, the logo printed on a sleeve that you can put over the CD. So, and they allowed us to do that. So that was, that was great for us. Um, yeah, we have a pretty good relationship with them. That's cool. They have offices in Europe and here, right? I think. Yeah. In, yeah. They have one in, I don't remember. Was it Philadelphia or something? It's out, it's just outside. Of, it's actually pretty close to where I'm at. I'm, a, I'm in Lancaster, okay. Pennsylvania. It's in, I think, I want to say Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, which is like a suburb of Philadelphia. It's between here and Philadelphia. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah. pretty close to Philly. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's in Philly too. I don't know. But they, I know there is a thing <laughs> here because I see them often hiring for jobs uh, at okay. Phoenixville, uh, which is just a little too far for me to commute. But, oh, but, it's, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all right. So uh, record comes out. Um, you mentioned people reacting to like the the vocal, the, the clean vocals and all that. But just tell me about the reaction to the record in this last week have you have you seen good reviews for it uh or more importantly are your fans into it well we were actually blown away about um all the reviews we got because previous albums we also got pretty good reviews but this album we got like a lot of really high ratings which we didn't expect because we were like what are people gonna think about those clean vocals and and the changes in the music yeah. But actually, it it worked, and and yeah, we we got a lot like uh, nine out of tens, even um, five five out of five, and and stuff like that. So I'm like, whoa, 
it uh, was a big relief for us, actually. You say you weren't expecting that high. What what were you expecting? Like, and I, I mean that like when you put out a record, do you keep do you try to keep your expectations in check? Like, ah, right, this is a seven out of ten. Like, yeah, do you, or I mean, cause I know like internally you got to have the excitement, like you got to think, be confident, like this yeah. is good, but I don't know. How, how do you manage that expectation? Yeah. We, we are thinking like it's a 10 out of 10 album because right. we wrote it ourselves, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we don't have like really, uh, expectations about it. We just like hoping people would love it. And that's the only thing, uh, we don't have expectations about the album really. We know, we know that we, we love it. Right. And then we'll just like sit back and relax and, and let's see what happens. If people love it. Okay. If people hate it also. Okay. Let's uh, write on the new record. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's certainly the right mentality to have. Is that something you've grown into? Did you care a lot more before earlier in the band? Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, we always like. We, we know we're going to get like, um, bad reactions, good reactions. There's always something like that, but we're like all relaxed about it. We read like all the reactions, you know, when yeah. there is a video on YouTube, we scroll down and then every comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we don't comment, comment on it, but we, we read every reaction just to get like feedback. Sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes, sometimes people are like, oh, it will be cool if they add like, this to the song or this and then we're like yeah maybe that's a good idea we uh -huh. can take into the next album and yeah that's the way can, like, can you think of any any like constructive criticisms like that in the past that you have actually implemented yeah um on the previous albums um i was uh, reading a reaction that says uh, they should add like more leads or solos to their songs and that's what we did on this album and yeah, yeah that I was a good that. Re reaction. I totally understand it. So yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And I'm, I'm sure people will be gladly, gladly telling you what else you should do. But <laughs> every now and then you'll get you'll get a good one. And yeah, indeed. And I like that. That's very cool. Well, uh, so the record again, we said is out now. November came out November third. Season of Mist Records. What's next for Carnation? Live shows, actually. Are you doing uh, a, a lot tour? of live shows. Um, we're, we will be, um, be touring in Europe next year and we have some plans, but, um, nothing is, is sure at the moment, but we are, we really want to go to the U S and Canada, but it's uh, pretty hard for yeah. European just because of the working permits and stuff. Um, but we are actually working on it. There are some plans on the table at the moment. But uh, nothing is, is sure at the moment. Uh, but we will do our best to, because, yeah, we always got the reactions like come to the US and stuff. Yeah. It's not that easy, but we will try to to pull that off. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, but it makes a ton of sense. All the time, people, bands from here want to go there and bands from there want to come yeah. here. And <laughs> yeah. and I, I get it, you know, like, you know, you want to you want to see the world play for new people. Um, it's, it's very cool. And you got to have like, you know, of course you'd want to go somewhere else. I mean, that's, that's the thrill of playing in a fucking rock and roll band, right? Getting out yeah. there and playing the new faces. Well, when people yeah. listen to the record for the first time, is there uh, a feeling, a concept, a message, a theme, just something that you would love for people to walk away from listening to Cursed Mortality thinking or feeling? 
Yeah, the the song is about um, thinking about your life. Cursed mortality is about um, thinking back into the past, thinking about what uh, did I do wrong, what should I do better, um, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a song to to think of that. You can think about the past, think about the future, what you can do better. That that's the the meaning of the song actually. That's very cool. And I always appreciate when a death metal band will explain something a little deeper about their music. Cause often we just think death yeah. metal, it's fucking blood, guts, gore, whatever. It's gore, and then, yeah. but, but, but we all know that there's like those of us who listen to it enough know that there's more depth to it than that. But I think yeah. sometimes we forget about it because of the delivery. So yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you going through that. Thank you.
there you have it. That was my conversation with Jonathan of Carnation. The song was Curse Mortality. That's the title track off the new album, Curse Mortality, out now, available everywhere, courtesy of Season of Mist Records. Thanks to Jonathan for his time, for his conversation, for his music, his art, and just being a nice guy. I enjoyed talking to him. He was fun. It really is cool sometimes to have these short conversations with people across the world and make a little connection. And uh, that I felt was done here with my chat with Jonathan, or he's just a really friendly guy and it came across, which either way, thanks, Jonathan, for your time, for your pleasantness. And thank you, of course, for listening to the podcast. If you made it this far, I always appreciate that. Here's where I suggest you go over to gettingitout.net. Check out what's going on. You're not working hard today. Who's working hard on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? So while you're not doing anything, go check out the latest news on gettingitout.net. Milwaukee Metal Fest has revealed the initial first wave of bands for their 2024 edition of the fest, headlined by Mr. Bungle. They also included Blind Guardian, Slaughter to Prevail, In Flames, Hatebreed, Deicide, Catatonia, Camelot, Marduk, Possessed, Metal Church, Incantation, Skinless, The Red Cord, Heathen, Internal Bleeding, Embryonic, Autopsy, Eyes of the Living. That's a good start, right? Will that get you to go to Milwaukee? Hmm. That's the question. Is that enough to go to Milwaukee? Can you go check out a Bucks game while you're there? Let's see, when is it? May? You should be able to. May 16th through 19th. They might be in the playoffs right then. Catch a playoff game. This is good. This is sounding good. I'm, I'm talking myself into it. It'll be at the Rave and Eagles Club in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, May 17th through 19th. Anyway, you can check out stuff like that at gettingitout.net. And you can check out the new band pages. I'm going to drop a new around here article uh, showcasing some new bands on the website. You know how this works by now. Hopefully, if you don't, it's an article where I show you the new bands who have been added to gettingitout.net. Seems real simple. It is. This week, I'm going to give you a list of seven or eight, uh, including, but not limited to, Big Scenic Nowhere. That's a Bob Balch band. Do you know who Bob Balch is? He's in Fu Manchu and every other band on earth. And he's releasing a crazy amount of records this year. So Big Scenic Nowhere is up there. That's not a new band, by the way. It's just a new band to the website. Goat Major. Warco, Rankin Vile, who you heard at the beginning of this episode, Ackersborg, which is an awesome band. I just listened to their new record uh, over the weekend, actually yesterday. Uh, you should check it out too. If you like Refused, this one is for you. Uh, Travolta, who you heard at the end of last week's episode with Trust Records, uh, Power Violence, also from Belgium. And uh, then there's this band who I'm going to end the episode with. This is Hirat. They've got a new record coming on Century Media. This is a song that will appear on that record. It's called Soulcasm. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.